0: Yo, head up, think fast, you're about to feel the blast It's the dopest podcast on the net, oh yeah All us geeks, such your bet. We round the world, we round the net So get ready and get set Cause we make it look easy, no sweat Jeff and Jordan, the host, yeah they be the best From the north to the south, to the east, to the west they cover movies, comics, TV shows, books These guys gonna get you hooked Don't stop now, just take a look, and don't forget to sign our Facebook, cause what they doing is board games, video games, yeah they on it, they fly like a comet, interviews, you's up, this podcast is pure, give voice to your inner geek, that's for sure, geek out any topic, no one ain't gonna ever, ever stop it, so if you wanna go and get it on, then head to allisgeeks.com.
1: Welcome to another episode of All Us Geeks. I'm Jeff King, and am I Jordan Steinhoff? Perhaps, but as you know, we give voice to your inner geek. That I am aware of. We that do I, that. That I am sure
2: of. But right now, my inner geek is saying, <laughs> "Just stop snowing."
1: <laughs> oh God!
2: Right? Oh. Holy crap! So we're supposed to go away this weekend,
1: oh. and it's supposed to start back up Saturday. It's we're supposed leaving. To rain? Yeah and we're leaving Saturday like we're not leaving Friday we are, our our uh, reservations and our, our the thing we're going to and everything is all on Saturday so we are we're going to that uh potted potter thing for part of Megan's birthday it's like a it's a show it's like all all of the Harry Potter movies in 70 minutes it's an unofficial kind of comedy so that's what we're going to do for his cool. part of Megan's birthday present here. So, but yeah, we, uh, <clears throat> you might've saw my post today was like, got the tickets and everything. And right before checkout, they're like, do you want event insurance? I'm like, probably not. But Megan, do we want event insurance? What's that do? Well, we we'll get a hundred percent refund if we can't attend for some reason. Nah, the only reason we wouldn't be able to attend is if it snows. Don't worry about that. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> Snow and rain while we drive up there.
2: Yeah. It's like she wants to be a first year student at Hogwarts.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: But not a main. Just a one of the ones that dies.
1: Uh so yeah. I posted that episode of recruits today to our Facebook and Twitter towards the end of the, the day there. I missed I that. Talked one. About. Yeah, it was it was after we talked, but I think I don't remember. It was it was this evening before you came over. I didn't even say it came out a few days ago. I just saw it today. I think I watched it. Uh, so, and I just posted it up since we talked about it. That's about it. I don't know if you have anything for general conversation before we move on.
2: Yeah. You know what? I do. Okay. I do. There you just, I had a really unpleasant event happen at the Y Mm-mm. and uh, it, it's really stuck with me because my mother raised me to be aware of the fact that I'm a white male and to be intelligent. I'm not perfect. But I, and I'm not going to go into the de- details because I'm fat and I was in the hot tub. Um, <clears throat> but there's- wait, wait,
1: slower. <laughs> I'm
2: fat <laughs> and I was in the hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> okay, faster. <laughs> and, and there's just some real unpleasant conversation going on. And the long and the short of it is I try to be a good person. Uh, but for any of the lady geeks out there that I may, you know, have been at a table with at some point and I was dumb, like actually stupid, I'm, I'm just throwing out a blanket apology. I try to be better than that because my mom certainly made the effort to raise me better than that. Uh, but to any of the lady geeks out there, I assume you'll know who you are because I obviously don't. It's <laughs> just a blanket apology. I, I am sorry for whatever I've done. <laughs> must have been some
1: interesting why
2: time um it's the type of thing that because the why in theory has a code of conduct mm-hmm. and uh it was so bad that i wanted to report these gentlemen except i don't know who they are <laughs> and and that's really all that stopped me i if i'd known their names i i i would have reported all three because this is just shouldn't even be in your basement. You know, it's just conversation that certainly shouldn't be out in public.
1: All right. Yeah. I guess I was, I've been kind of lucky in that aspect from my gym time. Cause my gym time was Mayo. <laughs> it was owned <laughs> by Mayo. It was all Mayo employees. It was, the only thing is, you know, that, that mess with me is every once in a while. I was like, no dude, we work together. Don't, don't talk to me in this, <laughs> in this, <fashion. laughs> this is, this is not how this should go. Just eyes in the locker, Let's talk later when we're both fully clothed. That's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. I understand. And you know, just You used general, to see my pastor at the gym <laughs> oh, in the shower. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But and and just in general, it's uh, you know, it's it's not a bad thing to to discuss and and it's kind of cool for you to do cuz obviously you and I have talked about it, but you know right now, the gaming industry is going through the Hollywood yes. scene right now yep. and and you and I have been appalled by the entire thing and and we don't wanna I don't wanna bring a ton of it here of course i I, I don't want to bury it, but at the same time you know we we try to try to keep it light here um but it is something that has definitely disappointed both of us and and now we're you know there is the time when you're like, "Let me check Twitter." before I can tell you if I like this actor. Um, now it's like, let me check Twitter before I can tell you if this game company, this game designer.
2: God, why is this game trending? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been like, out exactly, for three yeah. years.
1: So uh, it's 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 sad, um, you know, that we're going through that same thing. You know, you kind of like, I don't know, the, the gaming industry, the, the pieces that I've been involved in, and I've been in various pieces of it, has been, you know, this overall kind of, Closed tight community. It's a pretty small community overall. Mm-hmm. Even the the mega companies that people think, other than maybe Hasbro, you know, but like you know FFG and something, they, they're not as big as people think they are. Right. When you get down to like actual employees and stuff like that, is it they're a pretty small size company, uh, and, and most are. And and we all kind of have known each other, or have gotten to know various people along the way, and and so it is a pretty closed community. It's a pretty small community. And so for that to hit the gaming community is really devastating, and, and and I mean it's gotten to the point where there's a couple people I thought I knew fairly well that I apparently don't know <laughs> well, and and now I don't want to anymore, kind of thing. So it's it's kind of sad. <sighs> all right, let's 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 go let's have try some to bring fun. it back a little let's bit. Let's have some fun. Let's first of all let's once again. Uh, the Patreon is still paused and it'll remain that way for uh, a little while yet, uh, depending on when this comes out. Again, we're doing the every other. By the time this comes out, it might be time to start turning it back on. But at the time of recording, as of this recording, <laughs> it's still paused and going to be up paused for at least another month. But again, uh, Nicole, Nate, Stephanie, Timothy, and David, thank you for hanging in there. Thank you for uh, staying at that pledge level through our hiatus. And again, we've had it paused for a while, but it's nice to for the people that have stayed there. And of course, again, all of the people that are there uh, that are at levels where they didn't want to be recognized and all that stuff, we appreciate you guys as well. Thank you very much. You know, as I said, we'll, we'll unpause that here in the near future. Um, and anybody that might be listening and might be going, Hey, they're back. I want to contribute again, or, uh, want to wait. Hopefully maybe by the time this is out, it'll be on pause. but, uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for the people that have reached out and thank you for the people that have kind of said, Hey, glad you're back. And all that kind of stuff that have reached out to both Jordan and I, that's awesome. Uh, wasn't sure how when we put that first episode out there, what was going to happen if we were going to get crickets or what, but it's nice to know that there are a few people out there. And if any of those people are interested in uh joining us on Patreon, that'll happen soon. You can't do it while it's paused, but once we unpause it, you can, and we will happily have you on board. I need to rework that. I've been thinking about doing something like, um uh you know, we used to try to do like a hangout every once in a while. And those were kind of, iffy and awkward sometimes. Uh but with things like Tabletopia and Tabletop Simulator, mm-hmm. maybe do some like do gaming on there or something with some patrons. I thought about doing that like so we we should rework that and think about some of that stuff, but
2: Roll20, Patron, Patron <laughs> RPG, sure, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I thought about something like that too or something or if there's any kind of game um that we could kind of play with like a Skype session or something that you know we, we could have the pieces, but you know, kind of have something with some kind of game night. That's why mm-hmm. I thought about the simulator. But yeah, RPGs, whatever. Uh, you know, there's a, a couple of us talking about the setting up a again Arc, um, a, a private Arc server. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought about doing. You know, it's just some little things like so. Of course, if anybody out there, especially people that are on our patreon account since you are our patrons uh want to let us know if any of that stuff interests you or if there's something that uh you would like let us know okay let's uh let's move along shall we
2: well let me since we released (laughs) i immediately went back to stat whoring um (laughs) as i am just all about the metrics (laughs) and i i want to know who who, who, who downloaded six apps in like Eastern Europe? I mean, you, 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 we, we got some strange geography. So if you're listening to us now and it was not an accident and I six won't know times. because we've got, well, I'd like to think it was six different people. Uh, talk, talk to us about your geography. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Facebook. What is the, the gaming community like where you're at? The majority of our hits are the United States, obviously. Canada, the UK, Germany, those are all big ones. Germany doesn't really make sense to me, because we don't really try to make ourselves language-friendly. So apparently, I mean, there's a strong English community there, of course. I know many of them. um But uh, are are you trying to see how many of the stats you can get to drop next month? (laughs) I I just just talk to me about your geography. Let us know. Let us know where you are and and why you found us, how you found us and why you stick with us. (laughs) All right.
1: There we go. I think that's the most you've had to say in general in a long time.
2: (laughs) I brought it down really low. I (laughs) figured I had to bring it back a little bit. (laughs)
1: All right, game review. Tonight, we're going to talk about Pinball Showdown, a game from Shoot Again Games. Uh, Pinball Showdown is basically a card game. Uh, It's mostly cards. You get some tokens that represent uh, your control and your speed because in Pinball Showdown, you are the pinball. Uh, You are one of the pinballs. Uh, It's basically multi-ball has started and uh, you're trying to be the ball that scores the most points for the player, basically. Uh, So you do that with your cards. And, of course, again, your tokens uh, go between speed and control and they kind of flip back and forth. So... um, it's basically, uh, not really set collection. There's a little bit of it. There's a couple They're things candy. that are sets. Yep. Uh, it's mostly, it's, it's bidding and basically token management, mm-hmm. uh, more than card management. So what you're going to have is you're going to have a, uh, hand of, of 10 cards because uh, you can go up to 10 rounds and there will be a card flipped that'll be in the middle card from, from the, uh, draw pile be or actually at that point it's not a draw pile it's just the pile that we flip the cards from because you really don't draw you don't back up yeah. so <clears throat> you get your ten cards you one will get flipped every round and then everybody uh, secretly. We'll put in a card for, uh, bidding and then those cards will get shuffled up. Now we played the two player version. So in the two player version, you know, you're, you're shuffling it up because you're trying to like not show who put what in. So, you know, I, you don't know if I threw something I'm really looking for or something like that to bid on. Uh, but of course in a two player game, it's kind of known because the one card is, is face up. I guess really you could change that a little bit and say the other ones face down and they get shuffled up then you'd have a, a little less chance of knowing who mm-hmm. but it, by the rules, you two in a two player you flip them simultaneously. So then you have three cards out there and uh you will you will be bidding on those cards and those cards are worth uh differing points. But you can't just bid on a card for the point value and you know win it and say ha ha I have you know 5000 points or whatever because you also if you do win that card you have to meet its speed requirement and this is where your tokens they're two-sided tokens again one side is speed one side is control this is where those tokens come into play so you use your control tokens to bid but if they're flipped to the speed side you're mostly using those to make sure that you can actually take the card that you've bid on because they'll all have a speed value And once you win it, that's the first part. The control tokens that you put on it to win it go away. And then you have to be able to match or be greater than the speed of the card to actually put it in your your score pile. So you do have a finite amount of tokens. Again, they're they're double-sided. They could be either on the speed or the control side. And like you just heard me say, if you win the card those tokens go away. They're out of the game. So you will be losing tokens. So you will be losing the ability to kind of have speed and control as the game goes on. If somebody outbids you on the card, you get your tokens back. And the thing about getting your tokens back in that manner is you get to decide which side they go on when they come back to you. So you put them all out. Let's say I put three control tokens out because you got to use control tokens In order to win the card and Jordan outbid me, put four on it. He really wanted that card. I get my three back. Now I get to decide, are they speed or are they control in any, in a mix and match manner? So that's the kind of free way. One of the free ways that you get to, uh, switch between speed and control. The other two is, uh, after all the cards have been bid on, uh, you'll resolve the card and some of the cards will tell you that you gain speed which means you flip over your control tokens that many cards or that, yeah, that many tokens. icons, tokens, yep. and they all become speed, but then you have less control. Or they might say you lose speed, you know, you gain it, you get the points for it, but you've lost speed getting that card. Uh, and so you'll flip your speed over to control. Uh, some might say, here is what your speed is. Uh, it's it's a, a set number of icons. And so if there's five of those icons on there, then your speed is five. So you make that work, however, with the tokens you have. You know, if you were only at three, then you're going to flip two controls so that you have five and so on. And then there is the ability, if you completely, if if the, at the end of it, it makes you have no speed, it's called draining. And up until, I think it's the sixth, sixth turn. Sixth round. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So up until sixth r- turn, there's this thing called autosave, uh which, means that you basically get five back anyway. So you flip five control back over to speed. Uh If it happens in six or uh above, which again, you maxes, you go 10 turns. But if somebody gets drained in six, let's say uh there is no auto save and that will trigger the end that that round will be the last round. And then you'll add up your score and see who has the highest score. A couple of the other things that go on, there's the ability to have wizard mode on, which when that flips on, uh, you have a different pile that is basically worth double points while that mode is in effect. So once that gets switched on, then anything that you score minus bonus points, bonus points are never doubled, but anything that's just regular scoring cards all go in your times two pile, which you get a token for that as well to, to show off. And then just generally real quick, go down the turn sequence, uh, select the play field. That's where we're all putting our cards in for bidding. Shuffle and reveal the play cards. Again, that's if, you know, it's to try to see that nobody, uh, sees what, who's played what. And then on your turn, uh, you basically do any of the following with your tokens as you want and you do all of it and before you pass. Uh So you're going to finish out what you're doing, but you can bid on a card, which we talked about using your control tokens. If you wanted a card, you can increase your speed. Now, <clears throat> this is where you can flip a control token over to a speed token, but you have to also spend a control token out of the game to make that happen. So you do have a limited uh, number of options for that. And using it in this way, you are getting rid of some of your tokens. So you got to be careful with that. Uh, You can also buy a discarded card. So first round, you can't do that. There's nothing in the discard pile because there's always going to be one card left over. Mm-hmm. Um, That'll be in the discard pile. That'll go to the discard pile. So after round one, if you want the card that's in the discard pile, you can pay for it. I believe it's two tokens. Two tokens. Yeah, two tokens. Again, out of the game. And that card goes into your hand for future rounds to potentially put out for bidding. Uh, so that's just if you saw a card that you really, really kind of wanted, it got discarded, you couldn't afford it, whatever the case may be, you can get it back into your hand to try to put out in the future. Uh, and then after everybody does what they're gonna do, you claim the card that you've won. Uh, if you didn't bid, cause you can just not bid, you will get your choice of whatever's left after everybody else has grabbed the cards that they, they won by bidding. Uh, so they're all, you'll always get a card and you'll always have one for the discard. But again, claiming a card from not bidding, you still have to meet the speed requirement. Otherwise you're going to claim the card and put it right in the discard if you, if you can't. Uh, and then, uh, check for drains. That's what we're talking about. If you're, Speed gets reduced all the way down after resolving the cards. Resolving cards comes first, but uh, after you resolve the cards that you can actually score it, you adjust your speed and control tokens, all that good stuff. You check for the drain that we talked about, six round and above, that triggers the end. And then you claim any combinations, which are another, there's a set of cards to the side equal to the number of players plus one. Yes. Which are different things, like different combination of cards if you have them in your score pile they'll give you bonus points and you put and you can if you're the first one to get it you can claim it put it in your pile again these are bonus points so they always go in your single point t- uh pile not your times two pile and that's it like i said yeah it goes to up to 10 rounds or uh as short as 6 if somebody drains and then you total up all your points and then the person with the most points wins so
2: which is usually me usually
1: <laughs> uh huh. All right, so uh, components for pinball showdown. Again, we're talking uh, cards, which are the the playing cards. There are reference cards, mm-hmm. um, which also show you um, basically the outline, out, uh, the layout of the basic cards that you're trying to score. Um, then there's the tokens that you use to flip to either side for a controller speed. Uh, there's a nice big cardboard kind of pinball uh, first player b- first player button, yeah. Yep. And then there's um,
2: the big reactor, yeah, for the first yep.
1: player. <laughs> and that's about it. There's yeah, cards, combination cards, regular cards that you're scoring, yep. reference cards. Yep. Uh, so again, mostly, mostly you're dealing mostly with cards. Um, so overall. What did you think of components?
2: I think the components are pretty good. Everything uh, is pretty pretty solid. There was when you Did it come in a board or did you punch that stuff or did it come pre-bagged?
1: Honestly, I don't remember because Diane gave me this for review at a show.
2: Ah, okay. So it may have
1: already been this way. I can't remember.
2: Well, if it came <laughs> in a board, everything punched with no little tailing tears. It, it was or like anything two like years that. ago yeah, Diane so. gave me this. But the, the, the cards are good quality. The backs are very nice. Uh, the artwork is pretty, I mean, as good as pinball artwork could get, I guess. I mean, everything is, is geared to the pinball theme. Right. And, uh, the only thing I, I don't really, I don't dislike it. It's just, it doesn't visually appeal to me is the, the, uh, the bonus point cards. They just don't look. Oh, uh, these guys? Yeah. Yeah. They're, the they're too busy or they're too, uh, the colors clash. I don't, I don't know quite what it is. They, they just, they don't sit right in my eye. But other than that, I mean, the cards are clear. You know, you can see what's on them. The, you know, you know what you're getting. Uh, and, and the card stock for, for the tokens and for the cards themselves pretty good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, I mean, there's, there's not a lot of reading on the cards. Uh, there are a few of them that either give you bonuses for sets or something like that. Uh, but that's pretty straightforward on the card. The score and the name of the card is in big, kind of nice, almost neonish, uh, lettering. The one I, I do like, like the art is, these are basically pictures of real pinball machines and stuff, pieces of them and stuff, and I I kind of dig that. I, I like what you've done there. I do. I you know, looking at these, I kind of understand. And one aspect what you're talking about, the uh, combination cards, even though there's not a lot to them, they mm-hmm. are kind of busy. Uh, but at the same time, I kind of think of, I don't know, I, I don't mind it because it reminds, it's like the flashing pinball, the score and,
2: mm-hmm. and or like oh, when you ball used ball. to go to the old coin op and yeah. you'd have four or five different yeah. machines right beside each other. So there was that clash, yeah. you know,
1: which is also, uh, one of the things we might try to do this weekend is go to tilt. Hey, <laughs> go to the pinball place up, up in the cities. Um, so yeah I I uh I think it's done a very good job of of the theme uh and capturing it in the artwork and the components are pretty solid um again it's mostly cards the I'm, the only thing I'm on the, I'm on the fence about how I feel about the design of the tokens but it works I mean it's easy to tell I mean the nice thing is I mean there's it's nothing overly you know you can tell what side you're on and that's really all you need that they didn't need
2: to be any fancier yeah. than they
1: are so yeah overall uh i think the components are pretty solid i do
2: like it that each player has a different shape that, yes. that makes it easier to keep track of
1: yes especially since they went with um you know it's not like every yeah every player doesn't have their own color uh it's you know the the green side with the white Circle in the middle is always your speed side. And then the other side, which is multicolored and has kind of like a pinball in the middle of it, kind of is always your control side. So yeah, what they did instead is go with every player has a different shape of token, uh, which, yeah, is pretty cool. All right. So the mechanics for pinball showdown again, basically, I'd say token management, a little bit of set collection. Not not a lot of that and bidding. Yeah, anything. It's
2: it's primarily a bidding game. Yeah, the set collection. There's only yeah, yeah. There's only two cards or two cards that let you build sets or get or get bonuses from having multiples. But um, it's uh, it's primarily a bidding game, and it it, it's done well.
1: Yeah. Um. Now I kind of said it, and I, I somewhat glossed over it probably when we're talking about it, but. This is, uh, it, bidding fashion in that you need to bid up front what you're willing to spend. Yeah. It's, it's, it's max not, bid right away. Yeah. It? It's max bid right. It's not back and forth. Yeah. Uh, so basically, like I said earlier, if I throw, I throw down three tokens, Jordan throws down four, I don't get a chance to throw down five. Right. Uh, so it, it's, it's max bid right away. So it's not that back and forth. So that kind of helps also, I mean, cut down the time. We'll get to it probably in a little bit, but it, it's a little, Weird, I think in a two player game, uh, Mm -hmm. which what, what we did, but I think three and four, it would work a lot better. Not saying, I mean, it worked, but we're just saying like the, unless you really, really want a card, there's no reason for the second player to ever bid. Right. Um, it's always up to the kind of the first player, if they really want a card to bid almost, (laughs) at least for us, but mechanically all together with the bidding and, and everything
2: else. I, I I mean, it works well.
1: Um, I I didn't have any problems with with how the game kind of played. The bidding works
2: well. the The resource management, flipping cards mm-hmm. or flipping things to to either get your speed back or, or get your speed up, I should say, to to make the mm-hmm. card that you want, or when you lose the bid, to choose how you bring your your tokens mm-hmm. back. Uh, the mechanics for for. Like, when you first described the game to me, I was, like, kind (laughs) of sketchy. and uh, Some combination of you not doing a good job and me only half-paying. Yeah, it was you. uh, Me only half-paying attention left me with this really kind of...
1: I I think we found our our issue there. (laughs) End of that statement. Are you
2: going to tell me how to play the game? Okay. Exactly. Uh, Left me kind of this... Frankenstein version of like two or three different mechanics and I was like <laughs> this is not this is not going to work but let's give it a shot. But as it turns out, it does work cuz very little uh, very few of the mechanics are competing against each other and uh all the players are doing the same thing at the same time. Uh so there's the the, the mechanics are a lot more simple than than I was led to believe. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's uh, it's smooth mechanically. It's smooth.
1: Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty straightforward once you get into it. I really like, I think, um, I like the, the token management piece, not only from what you were just describing, like deciding on your, your speed versus your control, but also it's having to spend tokens from time to time to, and dwindling yes, down yeah. your,
2: the finite supply yeah. gets smaller the more you do.
1: Yeah. So I, and I, I think it, I like that and it works all, all well together and it makes it kind of tight. And again, in a three or four player game, I think that would really be crucial. Yep. Um So the, I, that's, that's something that I think is, is pretty cool. All right. So rules for pinball showdown, I will start. This is where I ding the game. And there's a couple reasons I'm going to ding the game this way. Um First of all, I had the privilege of, having diane actually teach me this game two years ago before she handed it off to me Um, and she had uh, some wonderful examples that she used to used to um, teach the game and and show what was kind of going to go on unfortunately those did not make it into the rule book in any form (laughs) um, which is unfortunate i mean i i can kind of remember but again it's two years ago um so uh, i was i was hoping to go through this and see some of that stuff. And that's kind of also brings me to my, my second point. Now it's a, it's a small book. Um It's not a, you know, this is a small box game overall. Again, cards, some tokens. Uh So the rule book is pretty small. It's like, uh, what was it? Like eight pages probably here. So you got to go in fours Something front like to back. Yeah, yeah. Eight pages. But you open up the first page, you get uh, some nice visuals of the components. And kind of the what they are and, and and what each section is on it. But then once you get past that, you start getting into set setup. Uh and again, the uh so that's three pages including the front cover. Once you get past page three, it's a wall of text. And that's where this falls a little bit short. Now, again, we you can read through it, but again, it's wall of text, and some of it is paragraph size wall of text for sections. There was something that we were looking up. And it ended up having to read basically through the whole paragraph to finally find the point in the paragraph where it talked about what we were looking up. That is unfortunate. I think that's a little bit of a turnoff uh, overall. And, I again, knowing some of the nice examples that she had and stuff, I was really hoping to see the visual side of that. So I would say to, to had to do it again, add that four more pages to break it up a little bit with the
2: visuals. It definitely should have had like some sidebars or something, you know, yeah. just something to yeah, that's a give yeah, examples. Yeah,
1: even 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 that there wasn't it's 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 straight text. It wasn't like sidebar text or anything like that. Yeah, so even and that little the bit.
2: headings are not strong in the book. Mm-hmm. Like they don't stand out. So even even when you're looking for something, yeah, as you said, you got to read through a lot. You know, sometimes, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, yeah,
1: depending on what you're questioning or looking up, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that, that's my only unfortunate, uh, or or that's the, the ding is uh, on the rule side anyway, is the, the wall of text. Uh, so teachability
2: for pinball showdown. Um, this is kind of a, this is kind of where it, uh, where I will ding it. It's not a hard game, but with everything being the wall of text and having questions, and we, we had quite a few for something that was fairly simple. And having to refer to the book repeatedly and like read page three, read page four, read page where and kind of look for a keyword, just a quick scan and then a deeper read. No, that's not it. Try, just quick scan. Okay. There it is. That hinders the teachability. It's, mm-hmm. it's not a tough game. And as long as the teacher has enough games in it that he doesn't or she doesn't need to refer to the rule book often then it becomes a much uh, a much better teach. Mm-hmm. But for somebody that's just read it and hasn't put everything into practice yet, or if it's the first time for the entire group at the table, then maybe I think the teachability takes a hit because there's just enough... Or maybe we were just having an off night. Who knows? But there were just enough things there going on that we had questions on procedure that, referring to the book, did slow things down a yeah. little bit. Um, so... For an experienced player, that that being a player that has played the game a lot and can teach it without relying on the book, it's an easy teach. Mm-hmm. But for a first playthrough, especially if it's the entire group, not not necessarily the best teach.
1: Yeah, and again, it's one of those things. Especially, I, I don't know um, what you do, but I mean, I know when I you d- know what I do. <laughs> I I try not to say what you do <laughs> or think about it, really, <laughs> but. You know, a lot of times I'll, I'll read through the rule book once, put it aside for a little bit, read through it again, and then look at it maybe one more time before you actually come over for the play. But, uh, even with this one, like I, I actually, I read through it again, the wall attacks, and I went through it a few different times. I, I don't always do this with a game because usually I get enough out of the rules where I'm good. And, but I actually pulled stuff out and had to kind of lay it out in front of me a little bit before you came over uh, or like a day or two before you came over or something like that and and then opened up kind of the rules to the parts where I was still kind of iffy about and even then, you know, like you said, we still had a couple things. So I, I agree with you. And, and there is a good correlation. A lot of times I think between the rule book and the teachability, especially first time teaching, like you were just talking about. Um, the one thing we didn't bring up when we were talking about the rules and I should bring this up. It's nice. There's a, but the, the back page, which usually is where I want like either the reference or something. I mean, something that's going to, that I can easily go back to. Um, now granted, we got, these sequence cards and stuff, but the, the back page is glossary terms for pinball.
2: It's cool, but not relevant.
1: Right. So, you know, and that's always my first, all right, well, let's see what's on the back. Okay. I'm not going to rely on the backup for this game. <laughs> let me, let me see what's inside. Um, so again, great for the theme. And I, I, I know it's Diane's That would have passion. been a
2: great inside <laughs> back cover. Yeah.
1: Ad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I do agree with you. I, but like you, like you said, once you've started playing it, even a few times from that point on, it's a pretty easy teach. Uh, but again, the whole, it all comes down to if somebody's going to ask you a question, you don't know right off the top of your head. Mm-hmm. Cause if you don't, then you go back to the wall of text. <laughs> all right. Uh, replayability and how many times would you play it in a row for pinball
2: showdown? So I think replayability here is is pretty high. It's it's a bidding game, so at its core mechanic, no two games is ever going to be the same. And it's something that I don't necessarily know that it appeals to younger people who didn't grow up in the arcade era. God, it's to the <laughs> point that I have to make those qualifications nice. now. Yes, yes, it is. I remember putting quarters. Two dollars at a time into Gauntlet because <laughs> I needed food badly. word needs food badly. Um, so I don't necessarily know if I like it because I'm the target demo, or I mean, I know I like it because I'm the target demo, but I I don't necessarily know that it has as a theme, uh, the staying power with uh, a younger demo. But the potential replayability is high, uh, because it's it's all random. There's no set set up for stuff uh number of players how the cards come out potential replayability is high how many times to play tonight so i'm gonna say I had nothing to do with the opponent and I won <laughs> but I don't want to play this game again at two I, I this is a game that I should uh, I, I I think should always be three three up not not always only three but three or three or more and once everybody knows the game, I think it will flow very quickly because it's just uh what do I need to do to get to my speed and how do I proc my speed afterwards and then count the points up at the end. There's not a lot of uh really deep strategy. There's no AP moments here, uh despite the fact that sometimes I know it seemed like it was for me. <laughs> but that's because I didn't quite understand the bidding. And that's where the bidding becomes kind of. I don't want to say useless, but at two players, that being the core mechanic, it doesn't have a chance to shine. Mm-hmm. So at three or four players, sure, I'd give this, you know, one or two a night. I think it's a good starter or a good ender. I mean, it's not sushi dice, but it's a good <laughs> starter. It's a good ender. Um, so it's definitely something that, you know, you could, while you're waiting for people, knock a couple out or you've just ground through some kind of Game of Thrones game. <laughs> and now you you want a palate cleanser. This is it. So, um at three or more players, I think, you know, yeah, this is something I could see one or two a night. Definitely replayability with the potential for multiple a night.
1: Yeah, I um I think I agree overall. Replayability is pretty pretty good. There's uh there's 12 different combination cards. You only put out as many, uh, uh, players as there are, which Mm -hmm. is up to four. So you're going to have up to four. It's a two to four player game. Uh, so you're going to have up to four of those 12 cards out at any given time. So your combinations are going to change what you might be trying to collect during any game. If you want, if you're, Strategy is to get some extra bonus points, stuff like that. Um, there's a, a healthy amount of cards that you're going to see, and again, each player is only going to have like ten of those, mm-hmm. so those are going to change a little bit. And Of course, they'll get flipped up. You'll, in a four-player game, obviously, you're going to see a lot more of them. But so just just in that, and like you said, in in the, in the bidding and how things come up, and uh, there's a decent amount of replayability here. I'll, also, I'm going to you you talked about the demo, but I'm just going to say generally. I like the theme is unique enough to me that I, I'm interested in it. Um, but again, yeah, is it because we grew up throwing quarters and pinball machines as, as a weekend activity or, <laughs> or like running down there and back before consoles? <sighs> In my day, yeah, bro,
2: get off my lawn and let me. Play. I had to wait for the dude with the pouch because they didn't even have the change making machine play yet. My
1: pinball, you scrawny, <laughs> scruffy nut kid. <laughs> All right. Um. So yeah, I I think there's a decent amount of replayability here. How many times in a row? I honestly don't know if I have a good answer for that. I don't know if I have a good numeric. I think. Um. Again, just like you were talking about, I I, I definitely would prefer not to play it at two players. I I think that hinders again like you said the the bidding side that basically in a two player game like I said earlier it just comes down to does the first player want a card. Mm-hmm. Uh and then there might be an off chance that that is a card the the other player wants, but if not why spend tokens? Yep. Which then gets down to why should the first player spend any, you know, a huge amount of tokens because it's not going to become an issue. There was only like, there was like one or two times I just wanted to see if you would so so I could get my tokens back to see if, you know, just that piece. But we (laughs) never did. Neither of us, the entire game, we're like, one of these other two cards is fine for me Mm -hmm. for not losing tokens. So in that aspect, maybe, maybe an alternative is on a two-player game, you have a lot less tokens or something. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) Uh, But it's definitely something I don't want to play two-player if I can avoid it. I think three or four to let that bidding piece kind of shine and and get its moment. I I agree with that. So I want to play – I know I want to play it that way and check it out. Maybe next time you guys come over or something, we we can play it as a four-player game and see what we think. We didn't have time to do that this time. We just got in the two player games. Mm-hmm. So on the replayability, I mean, I, I would play it multiple times. I, I'm pretty sure if it was three plus, but I don't have a, I don't think I have a good, good answer for that right now.
2: I'll get I, back to you. I, I'm at, the, <laughs> I, I, I'm at the point where I see a potential like hard drop, like <laughs> one game, fun, two games, good, you know. But is it going to be in that third game where it's like, no, this should never have started. Or is it the fourth or the fifth? I don't think this is like a game that is going to be the only game for the evening. No, unless things go really poorly. <laughs> it's, like, it's
1: like, unless, unless Megan doesn't win one, um, <laughs> then you're never leaving. Our I house. laugh, but I cry. <laughs> um, yeah, and, uh, you know, again, it's it's supposed to run about a half hour, and of course, once you know it, I, I think that's pretty accurate, no mm-hmm. matter the count. I mean, it, it, as long as everybody understands what's going on and gets with the flow, so at a half hour game, I mean, yeah, three ish, maybe, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't see it as like okay, it, like you said, I, I, this isn't, this isn't, this is what we're gonna do all night.
2: There's enough there to be but enjoyable, let- but there's not enough there to. To make it the night.
1: Right. Well, yeah. let's be clear. There aren't that many games that we would play multiple times and make it just that game. There aren't that many. I said that many games. I didn't say there weren't games. I just said there aren't well, that again, many games. That's
2: one that also depends on who's at the table. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, like I said, I'll have to come back to that one once we've, we've gotten a few more plays in. So the theme for pinball showdown, what do you think the theme is? What do you think they're trying to convey? <laughs>
2: You know, um, we often say that it could be anything, but in this case, no, it, uh, her passion for pinball comes through in this game. And even if you renamed mechanics, it would change it from a pinball game to something else. And the theme here is very strong. You got the big first player reactor, got the, uh, you know, the cards have bumpers on them, you know, indicating how many are in the deck and, you know, their speed and all that stuff. Um, uh, the, the, it, the box looks like an actual photograph of a real machine. Uh, and, and as, as you said with is. the <laughs> cards, you know, so it's, it's, um, it's strong. The theme is strong with this one and. And I like it. Yeah, I I do too.
1: I I'm I I like the fact I said it a little bit I think earlier, but I like the fact that I mean it, it's you're the, you're the pinball. You it know, is. You're, you're it's not a like, really different mechanic, right? It's it's yep. not like and, and it's fun, kind of fun. You're the, you're a pinball in a multi-ball. Yeah, trying to score the most points for the player, right? It's yep. not. So it's not like you're. We're each taking our turn to become the high scorer on this pinball machine. You know that you might. I mean,
2: you would expect that.
1: Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's not a lot of games like that out there either, but you would kind of expect that. But then you start getting into it. And it's like, no, you're the ball. Well, you're right? always the
2: hero, never the sword. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. So
1: <laughs> you're the ball and you're trying to control your own speed and give some control so you can swerve around and grab mm-hmm. those points off of that right trigger or the drop, <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff. So I, I love that. I, just right off the gate. Learning about the game, I loved that piece because it's like, okay, I haven't done this before, you know, in in this way. Uh, I like pinball. Uh, I get to be a pinball, you know. Okay. <laughs> I so the theme. You're absolutely right. The theme is rich. The theme her her passion for 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 pinball machines come, definitely shines through. Uh, like we said, all the way to the glossary of turns on the back, and it, it it's it's strong. Um, I really enjoyed getting the chance to play as the pinball. Mm-hmm. It was very cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, so fun factor slash overall for Pinball Showdown.
2: So fun factor, assuming three players, pretty good. This is fast enough and simple enough that you can knock a few out. And the card values are such that I think it's designed not to have a runaway. I think assuming everybody is getting something that they want every turn, well, not every turn, but... People are getting sufficiently engaged that they're getting something every few turns to help themselves, mm-hmm. whether they're managing to complete a set or, or whatever. Uh, I don't think there, there should ever be a runaway. I, that's just the impression I get. Um, so I think it, it, it's fun both for the kind of cool pinball aspect of it and and just in a basic mechanic. I think is designed well to be fun. Um, so yeah i i enjoyed it if i was going to give it a number it would be um you know a high number this is definitely not you know a five or lower this is this is a fun game i liked it and i definitely think uh yeah we should play it the next time we do gloomhaven because i think uh i think it's sufficiently fast that uh yeah we could knock out two or three and and get some input and and i think it's really solid yeah yeah high fun factor
1: yeah, I uh enjoyed the game. Uh I I you know, like we said overall, again, it's once you get some games under your belt, yeah, you, know, you should move along smoothly. Again, the the big thing to, the big hurdle is getting through the wall of text rulebook, but do what you got to do to get through that. Like I said, I, I, a lot of games I don't pull out pieces and and again, this is just cards and tokens, mm-hmm. but with the wall of text and everything, I still had to pull it out to make sure I understood Kind of what what I was reading and and made sure I, I put the pieces together, um, so that's going to be your biggest hurdle is the rule book once you get past that though, and you actually get into gameplay is it's a solid game, it runs smoothly, it runs quickly, said thirty minutes or so, and it's it the mechanics all go together really well and smoothly, and they're all uh quick and short. Obviously yep. for a thirty minute game, right? You you thirty minutes, you're gonna play up to like up to ten rounds in thirty minutes once you get kind of moving along. So yeah, fun factor of I had a lot of fun, like I said, I love the theme. Uh the the game is solid once you get past the rule book. And I would somewhat avoid it at two players, uh three to four, though I think it's gonna shine and and uh once we have that it'll show up on our what we played list and we'll report back on the three to four player games. Uh, but overall, I, I do recommend the game. All right. So there you go. That is our review of Pinball Showdown by Shoot Again Games. Uh, for anybody that is unaware, at the very least in the show notes, I try to put the link to Board Game Geek. Um, so that that usually shows up in the show notes for any game review. So check the show notes. And, of course, you can just go over to Board Game Geek and look it up yourself. But it is in the show notes. <music> What? We're watching. Have you watched some stuff? I have watched some stuff. Some things and stuff? Some stuff and some things. Alright. You want to go first or you want me to? I'll go first.
2: Uh So, it's actually been um grinding. Well, not grinding, because I like <laughs> it. But we finally finished off the first season of The Magicians again nice. and we're into the second season. I got the look from my wife that indicated that I am far too analytical. <laughs> she's a main. We know she's not really dead. <laughs> she's still in the credits and spoilers for those of us on season four. Yeah. <laughs> I just read it five minutes ago. It's not a spoiler anymore. And then, uh, counterpart season two, I'm working my way through that. Um, that's done. So I'm, apparently I missed it. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm now catching up. And I really like that show. It's J.K. Simmons. I don't know if I talked about it. No, I'm sure because it was last year. Um, so he's, there's actually it's, it's, it's a funny coincidence that I found that started to counterpoint because we were watching. What was it called? I forget. It was on Netflix. It's a German show. Uh, with this nuclear reactor with this, um, this little room underneath, uh, a cave and the cave. Rain? Yes rain no not rain no no cuz that's
1: dark um
2: yeah dark uh whatever and yeah. one of them takes you 16 years into the past and 16 years in no, the future no it was just
1: dark wasn't it yeah, yeah. maybe yeah
2: um and then i found it. this one also set in germany um <laughs> and it's a room under a building <laughs> that leads you uh that is a bridge to a parallel earth and i'm like what do the Germans have with,
1: <laughs> are they just trying to ease us into what, what kind of technology they have? Or- <laughs>
2: what Do the Germans have with rooms underground and then time travel or alternate you know, universes. That's, uh, but anyways, I like that because um, in one reality, that is our reality. JK Simmons is a bit of a, a pushover. And then he meets his other self. Mm-hmm. Who's all guns out, you know, kick ass all the time and then he learns the differences of you know not only himself and his other self and you know his wives his families all this stuff it's it's really good it's not just the drama of the of the espionage and then we went to see the prodigy the movie not the band (laughs) and we shouldn't have and I'll (laughs) leave it at that I don't know
1: Oh, go ahead go ahead
2: I don't know the age of the person that wrote this movie But I get the impression that this could have been their senior year film study (laughs) because it was predictable to the point of being so linear that uh, almost any twist that they'd thrown in would have made it a much better movie. But they threw in no twists. They just started. This is point A. Oh, and here, take the roadmap that will get you to point B, C, D, and E. It had potential because Sarah showed me the chair and I was like, I'd actually go see that. Because I don't do a lot of horror because I just don't think it's all that horrifying. And I don't. Horror for me is like, you know, John Carpenter. That's good horror to me. This was most definitely not John Carpenter. <laughs> go ahead on. All right. Jordan, at all his kids. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's a good thing we made you an email. <laughs> I hope it gets used. <laughs> I am also watching the magicians, except for, like I said, season four. <laughs> uh, so we're watching it as it's happening. So we're, uh, we, we did catch up. Yeah. We're all caught up. Don't want to say too much since you're watching through it, but yeah, it's still enjoying it. Like I said, you're in the season that I, li- I liked the least. Season two was my least favorite season, but. Uh, I pushed through it and
2: I, it's, I still enjoy it. They, this season has a lot of intentional humor, uh, to, so far. Mm-hmm. Like last season was all very, you know, high drama. This season, they appear to be taking themselves a little bit more lightly. And I think they're poking fun at some of the stuff that they, they received feedback and they addressed it. I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, my, I think season two
1: was, um, way too much. Q angst for me. Yeah, well, that yeah. that that was my big. Ba- I mean, it was like over the top in season. Two. <laughs>
2: that's that's true so far. I I I I guess we're like maybe four or five eps in, and I do want to slap him, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I think that's the strongest part of the show because normally, you know, the main is the main, and he's the main is the man, and the main everything revolves around him. And everything does revolve around him, but he's also the most useless character there. And if not for a supporting cast, nothing goes well. So he's the main, but it's not about him.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, season four. Um And then we've been doing a little bit of catch up on something. We haven't been watching a lot of our stuff lately. We've kind of each had things going on, so – uh, we caught up on some of the comedies and stuff we watched. So I just threw one of them on fresh off the boat. We're still watching. Still love that show. We watched the Meg. <laughs> I said, I will go to almost
2: any Jason Statham movie.
1: And I did. <laughs> so we watched, uh, that. Um, it, it was, uh, scary for Megan. It at that uh and then we decided to uh make a night of it and I asked her if she wanted to watch the sequel There's already a sequel to that Well see the sequel was you know Jason Statham survived the Meg right and decided to get out of the water and go back to being the mechanic resurrection
2: oh god
1: <laughs> but then that whole that whole thing fell apart because he ended up spending a lot of time in the water in that one anyway so uh no, so we we made a Statham night. <laughs> well, that's we always a good it. night. Yeah, not with not with mechanic resurrection though.
2: No, uh, just gotta yeah. let it go, man. It's Statham. Yeah. You know, but you're was, not getting depth.
1: No, but it wasn't even. It was so. It was slow. Like I liked the
2: first mechanic. There's a lot. He he makes questionable movies. There's things that he really should have an agent for. The second one though was just like. So,
1: and then of course um Megan hates Alba. So, Jessica Alba?
2: Oh, Jessica. Yeah. So, that did not make for a good there. <laughs> so, it's like uh for good. a second I thought you said Alba and I was like, no, I'm pretty sure she likes it is Alba. And oh, I'm no. sure those two have never been in a movie together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then
1: like we were kind of discussing upstairs earlier, we started last night watching The Umbrella Academy. Which is now, I'm watching the Umbrella Academy after two episodes because <laughs> Megan has dumped it. She's like, no, go ahead.
2: <laughs> uh, I still think she gave up too early. Yeah. I tried to get Sarah to watch the first episode of Doom Patrol. She did watch it, but, um, I think that's going to be her version of the Umbrella Academy. Yeah. It's, well, why are they like this? Why? 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 Wait. It's an <laughs> exposition show. <laughs> so, so do you. How are you watching that? You got the app or whatever? Barter, yeah. Okay, well, borrow a friend's. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because I saw I watched that trailer here recently. I was like, okay, but then again, it's like I'm not doing the app. I'm not paying to watch any of this stuff. Because that and the Titans or whatever.
2: You know, Titans started off really rocky. Like the first four or five apps were were just. Uh, And with all due respect to everybody that was associated with that show, shit, those were just some shit (laughs) eps. But the back half of the seasons. (laughs) You know, if you say no offense, you can offend anybody. I can. I can. (laughs) Uh, It was shit. But the back half of that (laughs) season comes together really, really tight. And I look at that and I go, they were told they were going to get 10 eps. And then they said, hey, no, we got more money. You can have 14, or whatever it is. And then they went, but we have our story done. (laughs) Front load it, back load it, do whatever you want. And they threw four turds in the front. (laughs) Now, it is by far, far not a perfect show. And it is certainly not any, I, I don't read Modern Titans, so maybe a lot of what is going on in there is based off Modern Titans. There's a lot wrong with it but the overall blending of the stories of the various characters that come and go uh and, and, and getting to the final arc of uh, of why uh raven is important spoiler dragon um it, it's done really well after the first four eps so whoever wrote those first four hopefully is not going to touch anything else <laughs> but no so and in in titans they did have a doom patrol app which bears no resemblance to what the Doom Patrol is in their own show. Uh, which is not a bad thing. Because um, they introduced the concept. They did a good job. Some of the characters remain. Some of the characters are getting swapped out. As a first ep goes. The only thing I don't like about the two DC shows so far is there's a lot more swearing than there really needs to be. And part of that is my comic innocent youth. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. blah. You just. You'd never heard Starfire dropping the F bomb, okay? It's that's just not needed. Yeah, you're online, you're not on network TV, you don't have the same strictures, it's really good. You're stretching the bubble, you're making it edgy. <laughs> I've never I haven't wanted an edgy comic since since um Watchmen killed it and made comics <laughs> suck that, that forever after. Um just not to sound like the old man, cause I swear a lot, but just clean it up. It doesn't need to be there. Even I who swear at the drop of a hat for almost anything, you've heard me. Even I think that the bar is pretty, pretty low. <laughs> so yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know if we've discussed it before, but I mean, like, uh, the, the Teen Titans and the, and then when it just became Titans or whatever, that was actually one of the few DC titles that I did really enjoy and kind of stuck with for a while. So. Uh, to see that kind of cup, co- but like you said, even, you know, and I heard about, you know, the maturity of the, the series and everything, but it, I agree with you. It's like one thing to hear whatever, you know, and things that happen like in a Deadpool movie. Cause that character is that, mm-hmm. right? You expect that. That's, that's canon pretty much. Titans, again, unless they've gotten gritty and, and edgy in, in the modern times. That would be completely out of place for me, I think as well. It's not that's not the Titans that I would expect to see. Of course, I'm also the guy that's uh, a little irritated at all of the uh, happy-go-lucky Cartoon Network versions as well. But <laughs> I want something in the middle.
2: T e e n t i t a n s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so, you don't yeah. cut me off with the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right.
1: So we went a little overboard there. Yeah, we did. We got to put some extra things on the list.
2: What we're reading slash listening to. My list is small because I keep my podcatcher at only keep two new apps and everything is filled up and I've (laughs) dropped a couple. So I'm just going through all my podcasts right now. I'm listening to I've just started uh The Dead Rogue by Pavel Kornev. It's a lit RPG book. He's uh it's translated from Russian. He is uh witness in an ongoing court case and he decides to go online one night and uh get into his online video game, his online MMO, and um he gets trapped online. The we're going this is not a big spoiler. This is all the first, first chapter. No, 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 it's just... The, the argue, the, the, uh, the criminal that he's about to give witness to for, I should say, does something. So now he's stuck online. I'm like, okay. This is not new. So hopefully it'll at least be interesting. I mean, I'm only like two chapters in. He's just, Oh, wh- where it goes interesting is the hacker that does this to him. And they do not explain why he can't just unplug. Um, or be unplugged. They, they never do that well. Mm-hmm. But, uh, the hacker did something to his account, thus turning him into an NPC. So he's the dead rogue because his character was a rogue. He, the hacker did something to him. He died and he came back as a skeleton. He's an, he's an undead, uh, a- NPC. So like the first, as they do, it turns into a stat talk and skills and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. So then the first half of the first chapter is talking about his, his living stats. And then the second half after he's dead and realizes he can't get out is trying to deal with statting and restatting being a skeleton. It's, it's, it's amusing so far. If nothing else, like I said, I'm very early <laughs> into it. So, but apparently it's also a series. So we'll see how that goes. That's it. Okay. Podcasting on um. that. <laughs>
1: So I actually, uh, decided to ease back in. Oh. And I went and looked at, uh, all the comics that I had downloaded and hadn't read yet. <laughs> so I did start reading some of those again at night, although I'm so damn exhausted by the time at the bed that I don't, I get through an issue or two. But I started reading, uh, sex again, which, now has me back to since it's been. What do the so, words mean? exactly? <laughs> since it's been so damn long since I read it, I'm back to why is that one highlighted? Why is it this one? High, why is it blue here and yellow over here? Ah, uh, they got me again. Still enjoying that one again. This is the mature version of what happens when Batman quits, moves away, and then comes back, but doesn't want to take back up the the. Idol. He's actually trying to run his company as a normal. Person, and then of course his Robin is still around, and they had a big follow-up. and he's trying to do his thing, and his his version of Cat Lady, and all that I mean, it's 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 very reminiscent of again a what if on Batman leaving and coming back, but not wanting to take back up the mantle, and then you just throw a bunch of sex in it, <laughs> and you just you just throw some penises on the screen. <laughs> Or an orgy, or an orgy in the background while one character's talking their panel or whatever. Oh, so
2: it's Littlefinger,
1: <laughs> pretty much. So yeah, it's it takes some getting used to, but it's kind of fun because I I actually am interested in like the the storyline and now like uh, what's going on. Like he, you know, his lawyer is always is known or whatever, and 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 how people interact with him. And now there's like. Some big, like, uh, as far as I know, business cabal, it might be worse that is trying to recruit him into their, you know, that whole thing into being one of the, the top people to shape the world or kind of thing. But who knows what their alter motives are. We'll get to that someday. So I, I actually do enjoy. The storyline, but it is kind of interesting. They, like you go along, and they're like, okay, I'm interested. I mean, just to say, oh, there's, 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 there's a huge sex scene right in my face. Okay, now to the next panel. And then again, like I said, it still bothers me the whole coloring of the words that seems to have no meaning, but I try to put meaning to it. <laughs> it's like they'll highlight one word. This time it's blue, it's red, it's yellow. It's like, oh, what the hell is going on? If I read them all, does it make a sentence? Nope, doesn't make a sentence. Makes no sense. And then, you know, since I'm reading sex, I might as well read sex criminals. criminals yes. <laughs> you know? So I started catching up on that. Um, and so I, uh, I, it took me a while because, um, as you know, I got like the new tablet. And so when I brought everything over on some comics, it kept me in the right spot for what I've read and what I haven't. But in these two, it didn't. So it was, it took me a while to figure out where I'm. So I think I reread a couple, but whatever. I mean, quick reads. Uh, I'm still enjoying that one. I actually, I think while I was prepping this, uh, and putting them down, I went out to, cause the big thing about these two is like, they don't always show up in the app to buy. So I got to go to the website to get, cause they're too adult or whatever. <laughs> um, which is funny cause you know, sex criminals is like award winning and it's like pretty accepted. Right. I mean, sex is, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know anybody else's that's read it. I don't, I don't even remember how I found it. Since you liked, yeah, yeah, sex. It probably was. It was probably because I was reading sex criminals and and bitch planet and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It might have got recommended to me or something. Because it's kind of funny. Because like there are certain. It's weird in the fact that like on the app there are certain issues which none of the issues should be really. If if that if that's your bar, <laughs> no issue of sex should be available on the app. But every once in a while they like one sneaks in. Like hey could buy me on the app right now uh but for the most part i gotta go over so i while i was putting this together, i was like you know what i'm reading them again i might as well go see what i'm still missing so i I downloaded those tonight or i bought them tonight i need to download them so that's as far as i got i um i also grabbed some of the bitch planet i'm missing some of the rat queens i'm missing so i'm going to start reading those those again so i'm Easing, it, easing back into it. Gary. I know I miss Gary. <laughs> there was some show that did that. And then the character they did it to was Gary. And I kept.
2: Legends. Was it Legends? Legends. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. And I kept making that. And Megan was like, What are you talking about? <laughs> Read the book. That's right. It was Legends that had the Gary character. That was awesome. So, yeah, that's what I'm reading for right now. And I'll talk about some of the others when I start getting back into them. <laughs>
2: What we're playing. Want to go or you want me to go? I'll go. Okay. I actually have a bit of a list this time. What? Because uh, last weekend was supposed to be our RPG night. Oh,
1: I, was, I, I thought you were going to, I was like, we, we didn't have a <laughs>
2: schedule. But you flaked out. So I had <laughs> a lot. No, it was my Rochester group's RPG night. But then, um, one of the dudes hadn't had a conflict and couldn't make it at the last minute. So we turned that into general gaming and I got in. <sighs> Two losses of legendary predator, but solid, solid losses. Yeah. Um a loss of legendary X-files. Um by far my least favorite of the the legendary encounters games. Should have been a home run. It's the X-files. I don't know about you. But I love the X-files it's encounter.
1: It's an encounter. It's, it's just encounter. a legendary. No, it's an encounter.
2: Okay. Um up until Doggett and Reyes, it was 5-star TV. So, you know, in the normal encounters, you have to scan whatever, mm-hmm. the Wilds and the Predator, blah, blah, blah. Yep. In the X-Files, and I don't know why they did this other than to add a level of dickishness, <laughs> uh, you actually have to scan the headquarters, too. Everything comes out face down. So you don't know who is there to recruit until you scan. Mm-hmm. And it's dumb. <laughs> it's just a dumb mechanic. Because... We've lost at it four or five times now, and the only thing that I can come up with that makes this playable is if one person, his sole job is to scan the conspiracy area so that you know what's coming out, because they do. It's theoretically a, good, a solid game because it's the X Files. So each each deck is set up like in any of the other encounters games. But, you know, so little mini decks for each chapter. And then you throw in informants and clues and stuff like that. So there's things you have to find. But you spend so much time scanning or recruiting that it's never efficient. So it just strikes me you always have to be four players. One person has to be dedicated to revealing everything in the conspiracy section. One person has to be dedicated to just revealing everything that you can buy so that the other two people can actually play the game <laughs> and so maybe we've just had like really bad luck i don't know but it's a really weak game to my mind um there you, bonus review um <laughs> introduced uh sushi dice to some people up there I, I tried to point out that it was a bit of a speed game mm. it did not that did not sink in until the first time I got the dice, and it was like bam, 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 ding. Okay, because right. there's a lot of standing there, rolling the dice, you know, calculating, contemplating. What's it? No, you just go fast. You got to commit early. Um, got in a game of Age of Sigmar with uh, Jordal on Sunday, and I beat him. But not by design. I did, however, get the win. <laughs> and then still doing some painting. I finished my demonettes. Uh, and I'm now working on my Slinnish Lord on a demon mount. I have seven figures left for Adepticon. So I've got seven figures to do in a month. And uh, with my Mondays off now, hopefully I'll be able to get these knocked out. And get there with everything painted as opposed to having to paint in the car. <laughs> and uh that's that's it on the gaming side.
1: All right. Well, um since the last time we recorded, we did have a game night. Mm-hmm. It was like right after we recorded actually. <laughs> uh we did not play Gloomhaven. We did not. So, we did play Forbidden Sky uh for the first time. Megan uh, that was one of Megan's Christmas presents and she loves the Forbidden series, so she uh broke it. She she took charge, helped to teach it. Passion. So, uh, we played multiple times and never got off the planet. <laughs> Stupid storm. Um, but, to Megan's credit. She let we, us go we home. Moved, we moved on to other games and she let you guys go home. <laughs> <laughs> it's so such a proud day when they grow up. <laughs> it have to be a win every time.
2: Yes, it does. <laughs>
1: uh, we also played some Sword Crafters. Yes. Which was a fun little game. That we'll hopefully review in the future, mm-hmm. and of course, as Jordan just mentioned, we played sushi dice <laughs> lots of times. It yeah. was uh, is basically you guys were ready to go, but then you were the one that was like, "All right, no, 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 yeah, we'll pl- we we got to play sushi dice." And played what at least three, three or, four. or four. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> four. According to BGG, we're up to forty-one. Yeah,
1: which again, playing sushi dice three or four times is. No, it's it's not ten a big minutes. thing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a quick game, uh, unless you play it with Jordan and his group. But don't blame me. <laughs> it's just his, it's just my other group. Uh and of course, uh one of the other things we got to do is you, I, and Megan got to play some Sea of Thieves together. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Since the last time we recorded. So we jumped on a brig and grabbed some treasure and pissed off some bored players that were trying to sink us. <laughs> and
2: then my tax person showed up unexpectedly.
1: And so then we pissed them off more cuz we were down a person and we just led them on. So if you look to your left, this is an <laughs> island that has a cannon that will try to shoot you. Keep following us, please. As we look over to your right, this is a big storm that we're leading you into. I hope you've got your planks ready. So yeah, they they caught up to us at one point and cussed us out for uh uh not fighting them. <laughs> it's like Oh, sorry. We didn't just yeah, roll over for yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. We're down a person. We're on the one ship that can sink the fastest. Nah. I think we'll just lead you on a little tour. And it is, uh, we were still in the party. So I, since I'm on PC, I can hear both, mm-hmm. but, uh, Megan couldn't hear them because she was still in the party. So she's like, what do they say? What are they I was saying, it's like, whatever. This <laughs> was like so stupid, but they, so we led them on a chase for like another hour. <laughs> we we're just like, eh, okay, come on. We up, don't have dudes. anything. We're empty. <laughs> yeah. We we already turned in all our, our little stuff. So come on along. This'll be fun.
2: Sit right back in your ear. Know, Dale.
1: We, uh, we, uh, kited a, a skeleton ship over to them too. Like oh, nice. The skeleton ship started firing at us. And so I, I swerved us around to them and it broke off from us and started firing on them. And yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> um, and then of course I've been playing Ark Survivor Evolved our uh, survival evolved of thing. Um so yeah, they had their big holiday, their Valentine event <laughs> over the weekend. They did cancel the 2 times event. They originally said they were going to do it and they finally realized that's a bit much because <laughs> the servers are already tanking over the weekend. So <clears throat> I've I've mentioned, you know, it it could be really laggy um and it could be pretty glitchy at times. Here's here's the perfect example of glitchy that just pissed me off. <laughs> So over the weekend, I lost three of my dinos. <laughs> so the first one I lost was one that I bred for the Valentine's event because breeding was faster. Um, so, uh, I bred an Ankylosaurus, which is pretty valuable in the game. It's a good utility dinosaur to have. Uh, and so I was like, cool. And I got, um, I got these two. I bred in so that they're out. They've all got these like really cool light blue bellies, underbellies, so I was like, cool, and I could start settling them uh, so I can start getting some of the metal back that I've spent buying all these dinos from other people. <laughs> so I bred I bred this anky, got it up to about 90% or something. So it was almost an adult, but it was in that area where it, it would feed out of my troughs instead of me having to hand feed it. So I was like, cool. So I, I logged off for a night, the night. Is that ninety some percent? I made sure I went out. I got all the berries and everything, you know, that it would eat and stuff. But then the up, Godfather Filled up. up all my troughs. Well, so I log back in the next day. It's gone. Now it's not. I don't keep them out in the open. I have a pen built, like a you know, wall, ceiling, the whole bit. It's gone. Everything else is still in my pen. It's gone. I was like, what the hell. So I start, you know, I'm talking to people about it and stuff and they're like, oh, maybe this happened, maybe this. I'm like, they're like, do you have this? And I'm like, no, it's solid ground because I didn't put a floor underneath them. I actually just used the regular ground and just put walls around it. I was like, no, they're like, well, maybe something aggroed it. I'm like, because sometimes when, especially I, I got a pretty big base that I've built up, uh, especially for where the dinos go, because dinos are kind of big. <laughs> um so sometimes like the wall, like the dinos render in first and then your walls render in. So they could kind of theoretically walk out if, right. if something aggro's them. So they're like, well, maybe something aggroed it. And it walked away. I was like, well, every other dinosaur around it is in the exact same space I left it. So that's a pretty specific aggro because if it. Cause you know, most of my stuff, if it aggro's one, it aggro's
2: them all. Are you Jeff's King's Ankylosaurus? <laughs> yeah. It's like... All right, let's go. <laughs>
1: so I spent, Two days trying to find that damn Anki. In the meantime, I lost my battle bird because I was uh, flying around. I was like low to the ground. I was like skimming the ground, looking at, at stuff, and I disconnected. <laughs> <laughs> and then I came back and I came back to basically my base. There was no, usually, like when you die, you know, there's a marker. Here's, but by the time I got back in, there's no marker. It's just like, you died. Here's your base. I was like, just... so then I grabbed. One of my other RGs, which is my my heavy lifter, the one I use that carries around my Anki because my Anki is usually full of metal. Uh, So I I fly out and I fly where I think this damn bird is. So I spend the same two days basically or another day and a half on top of the other one trying to find my damn battle bird. Uh, Then I'm pissed off. So then I go back. I grab one of my alternate Anki. I go out to do some farming. I sat down with my my heavy lifting bird. I have him drop the Yankee. I set him down. I get off. I get on the Yankee. I turn around. He's gone. <laughs> so now I've lost an, an anky and two birds, two Argies. So I'm pissed. And I flew halfway across the map to where the metal is. And now I've got an anky full of metal that I don't want to give up. So I'm land crawling back to my base. So I do that. I finally get back. I go back out. I find my heavy lifter. He's flying around. I'm like, come on. You're coming back with me. Never found my battle bird. Just pissed off about. It. So now I'm down to battle bird and an Anki. So today I log on. No, yesterday, yesterday I logged on. Somebody's like, Hey, is geek here? I'm like, yeah, what's up? Uh, your, your birds over here. <laughs> I'm like, you found my bird. <laughs> and again, I was skiffing. Right. So I'm like, when I went back over there, cause there's a whistle, there's like a follow all, like anything that you own that hears it will follow you. So I'm like flying all around that way, close to the ground, whistling like left and right, just trying to get the damn thing to hear my whistle and follow me. Don't find it anywhere. So I'm over here at the volcano, which is where I disconnected supposedly. And way back over here above high above the river is where these people found my bird nowhere near where i was so like all right not gonna sweat it i get my bird back (laughs) so i get i get get the bird back and i was like great now if somebody could just find the damn anki that disappeared from my base two days ago i'd be happy logged in today at lunch that damn anki was in the spot it disappeared from in my base two days it did not render and i thought it just vanished somehow and walked away that's a hard glitch isn't it, That is ridiculous. It's like, I mean, seriously, like dead. Like really. this is the exact, I know this is the exact spot I left you because I knew where to put you so you could get to like at least two troughs in case one emptied exact spot. I put him, I walk, I walk in expecting to, to kind of walk around everything else that was in there to go do something. And I run into my Yankee. It's like you, two days. I search for that damn thing. That is some hard glitching. <laughs> So yeah, that's what I've been playing. So if anybody wants to join me on a, it's really <laughs> relaxing, you know. Oh, uh, all right. So there you go. I think that'll be another episode for us. Anything you wanna wanna part with? Got all your talking out and got general. it all out.
2: Got it all front <laughs> all right. loaded. Yeah, awesome.
1: All right, everybody. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. And of course, I'm Jeff King,
2: and I am the Canadian.
1: Thanks for listening.
2: Two days.
1: <laughs> thank you for checking out a united geeks network family member if you enjoyed it and are looking for other online media with a geek culture slant head over to unitedgeeksnetwork.com where you will find geeks of the north a hobby and gaming podcast from la Belle province discussing all aspects of the miniature war gaming hobby the united geeks network you can broadcast your geekiness at unitedgeeksnetwork.com
0: uh, 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 the podcast do that cause all us geeks, we last at all this geeks.com. That's where we unleash the bomb. Jeff and Jordan from coast to coast, best of the best, the number one host. So put up your cups and toast cause here the end we approach, but come back more fun, more laughs, more this, more that. Up and down the map, cause we geeked up. And thanks for showing love. We give up viewers thanks with knowledge in the bank. Cause y'all are top rank and never should be spanked. So thanks for tuning in and giving us a spin. Cause if we win, win, win. Cause that's how we always been. Well, it's been fun, it's been real. Till next time, stay chill, stay trill, do what you